I'm Jeff Galloway, and you're listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 97 of the Runny Drink Podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. We are closing in on the centennial episode. Just three more to go. 97. It's amazing. Oh, I'm so excited. And I'm so happy that we've had so many listeners like Wendell, who wrote in last week. And I have a bit of listener feedback for this week. You didn't tell me that. I do. So, well, I know we have a lot to cover on the show and coming up, we have a look back at our, our last training week. Yes. Or we have just this, all we've been doing is training, getting ready for what's coming this weekend. And as we are recording, we were a little late getting the message out this morning due to some illness. But we're recording on Tuesday. This episode's releasing on Tuesday. And yes. then this weekend, we are heading to Jacksonville, Florida to run the Donna. Yes, yes. So last week was indeed our full, our last full training week before Ugh. travel. That's true. And we found a great new food truck in town. We did. And we got to reminisce about the Fort Lauderdale half marathon, the A1A. With our drink selection. With our drink selection this week. Yeah. And this week for me was a bit of a combination of recovery and training. And I guess what I mean by that is following the race down in Fort Lauderdale, Mm -hmm. I found myself, I really beat my feet up in that race. Did you? For a race that was as flat as that one was, I was really surprised at how bad... I had blistered and just the the achiness of my feet. And I, admittedly, I am running in my newish hokas, which I got because we were just having a rough time getting my my normal Brooks addictions. Just that delayed I shipping times and tons of delayed shipping. Yeah. Apparently, it's a nationwide thing that's yeah. going on, and I had not had this problem with the hokas before. I I think that it was to do with the amount of faster and i'm saying this you know as i'm doing mm-hmm. air, air pantomiming air quotes here for okay. everybody so they can imagine them yeah if ma- you will. imagine that I, I think it was because of the mo- more running that i was doing than normal trying to go for the pr you're just not used to doing that much running in the hokas because it, they're so new or do you think that you're going to have to change well i'm not changing ahead of Donna, so I'm going to give it another sh- another shot this weekend and see oh, yeah? how it goes. But okay. I was really surprised. I had a, a really bad blood blister, and, and which is not normal for me. Normally, mm-hmm. if I get a blister, it's just a regular blister. Yeah. But I had a really bad blood blister on, on a large one on my left foot and a smaller one on my right that just really surprised me. Uh. But um, 
so I, I let my feet rest a good bit yeah. this week and I didn't do anything other than some nice and easy five K's. Yeah. That yeah. was it. I mean, uh, well, you got to let them heal five fifty five and ten fifty for my interval. Uh. And I just, I really was, was not as concerned with it. And I guess you could call it a taper yes. ahead of Donna. Yes. So I think that was, that was the way that I approached it, mm-hmm. but you were pushing yourself through whatever this funk is that you've, you've caught. Well, I have followed the instruction of my coach, America's coach, Jeff Galloway, who we will see at the Donna. Hey, uh, our dog Danny says hi, as you can hear in the background. But so Jeff and I, we converse over the e-coaching program over email and I give him training updates and I gave him the update after the Fort Lauderdale race and my struggle despite the perfect weather that we had and the flat course that we had. I don't know what it was and maybe it was just me trying to push after taking it so easy when we went up and did the miles at Disney. I don't know. But he said, you know, you're you're feeling a lot of soreness or what he would call wink, weak links. Mm-hmm. And he said, so, you know, on the tough days, on the busy days, you have a lot of work days leading up to the travel and the race. The race says, so... Just walk for 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at lunch, and 10 minutes in the evening. So I have to park in a parking garage pretty far away from work. So I just made that my walk and took the long way to smart to work from the parking garage. And then I always walk back to my car at lunch because we have such beautiful views from the parking deck. And walk back to work. And then I walk back out to leave and drive home. The hour commute, the hour, the hour and a half commute. So that was really, and he said, just do it every other day so that you can be nice and recovered and and rested. Who knew I would come down with the plague? (laughs) I I, I made jokes about coronavirus. No, uh, no, no. Really and truly down here in Southwest Florida, (sighs) the flu is starting to rear its ugly head now that we are after the Christmas travel rush yeah. and a lot of our seasonal residents have returned. It's, it's going through my place of work. Like you wouldn't believe. And mine as well. And, so, and I've been trying to get Amy to, Hey, we're, we have travel planned this weekend, take off, uh, get some rest. You know, yeah. it's, that's what it's going to take. Of course, that's not happening. Well, maybe, maybe it'll happen tomorrow. Maybe, maybe it'll happen tomorrow. I'll get some rest and we'll, try to shake this off ahead of one of our absolutely most favorite race weekends ever. Yeah. But you've also still been doing some yoga and doing other stuff aside from just getting your little 10 minute walks in throughout the week though, because I've been woken up to find that you're in there working out. Yeah. Just yoga and some strengthening exercises but not really pushing it too, too much. Well, you look like you were pushing it to me. So, yeah. but again, it's all relative. I'm just trying to take care of you here. 
Yeah. So I think the focus right now ahead of travel is to get better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, get some rest and get better. Because now for this race coming up, are you planning on pushing and trying to get, you know, really focus on intervals, focus on speed, or are you going to stick to the experience of the race itself or a combination? What's your plan? I've thought a lot about this on the commute to and from work. And this race is one experience that is not to be missed. And so I have decided to PR in the experience of the race. Oh, I see what you did there. Because it, if you get in your head too much, and I feel like, to be honest with everybody out there who, who's listening to our, our show... And with you, I feel like I I got in my head too much in Alaska. Okay. Yeah. And that was a course we had never done before. Beautiful state we had never been in before. And for the first few miles, I was in my head about my intervals and my speed. Okay. So you weren't really focusing on that was taking you out of experiencing the... The, the, course the course and the beauty and the, I mean, who knows when we're going to get back there. And the whole reason that we run, eat, and drink, with the whole reason we do the show, so we can experience new races and we can tell people about how wonderful they are and why they should run in a particular place. Yeah. Uh, well, I, you know, I always joke about how much I, I run and people go, oh, I hate running. And I go, oh, I do too. I, I, I do it for the for the food and the drink afterward. But truthfully yeah. I do I do enjoy it and I jo- enjoy the ability to clear my head, focus on nothing. It releases positive those endorphins that Jeff talks about. Absolutely. And if you do it right. When you get in your head about the mechanics of running, and I, I did find myself doing this a good bit when I was recovering from surgery, mm. it takes you to a place where you're you're focused on maybe your technical perfection or your technique and it takes you out of just clearing your mind or takes Mm. you out of whatever enjoyment you get out of it so I, i totally understand that yeah you know what i mean and i think that our fellow runners front of the pack mid pack back of the pack i think that you you could relate and tell similar stories of races where you just soaked in the experience of it or races where you just really got in your head too much and didn't enjoy it and it wasn't as freeing or energizing as an experience. Absolutely. So what about you? Well, um, we had talked about it a few episodes ago about what we might like to do this year with Donna to do something a little bit different for the listeners. And what I've been thinking about is, is I'm, I'm definitely not going for a PR. I'm going to just kind of take it easy. I might do some interval work, but, but yeah. truthfully, that's not the reason that I'm, I'm wanting to go. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've talked about it on the show before. I lost my mom in 2016 to stage yeah. four metastatic breast cancer. And this is a race for me that has so much meaning and is so important. And you go from 
smiles and laughter to tears to someone handing you a mimosa a to beer. getting fed to getting yeah. a beer jello Homemade shots muffins yeah you know, what i mean it's a it's a 13 mile street party yeah but what i'd like to do is meet more of the people on the course this mm-hmm. year and see if anybody would be willing to talk about their story with us and i'm trying to figure out in my head the best equipment to carry with as far as field recorder so that we can get some great audio for our listeners so that you guys can learn about some of the amazing people that are running Uh, this race and some of the amazing people for whom others are running this race i think that would be amazing and you know whether we weave some of that into the next to an episode and make that a standalone episode, or if we just do those as quick bites throughout the week, um, mm. I, I think that that would, would be something that a lot of people would really enjoy. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of what I want to focus on. So now I, I'm in my head now, but it's all about the technical aspects of mm-hmm. pl- planning how we're going to do this. Mm. You know, we're going to record with the phone. We, I have, we have a new gimbal for video recording oh, yeah. i definitely want to get some video and play with that but i also am thinking of of which field recorder and sure. how to carry that so yeah, yeah that's kind of what i'm what i'm focused on right now and you actually have two races to accomplish that plus the shows the social shakeout run yeah um this, of the this coming weekend's actually a back-to-back-to-back weekend for us mm-hmm. the, the the friday is the social shakeout run it's a total no stress thing yeah but it's a great opportunity to meet the founders of the race yes amazing people it's a Excellent chance to meet some of the other runners. This is where we met uh, Mike and Andy Sharp from the yes. Bouncy Hunters oh. Facebook group, and you know started up our friendship with them. Mm. and And it's it's just a, a total no stress morning to go out, get woke up, get some coffee, and kind of get the blood flowing. Mm, Southern grounds. Shout out to you. Yeah, good coffee. And then the next day is the actual five k. Yeah. And that gives us kind of a preview of what we get to look forward to for Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, the, the 5K is not going to be too bad. You go out, do your three, come back. And then Sunday's the, the big day itself. But um, that, I, I, it's going to give us plenty of content. So we are going yeah. to be covering this weekend, I believe, over two weeks. Yes. Kind of the way we've planned it out. Yes, unless you just go out there and you get a lot of content well we always get a lot of content it's all about trying to to whittle it down to an hour for everybody yeah so So. we will promise to keep it we'll we'll do our best to keep it to an hour and if (laughs) it's going to be a a marathon we'll let you know but i think that i think that by doing short vignettes or stories of people that's going to give us a chance to tell a lot of smaller stories so that might lend itself more to quick bites yeah so we'll see what we get and then we will divvy it up across episodes and quick bites as we go. Yeah. And like I said, I want to do some video content as well. Mm-hmm. I, th- I really think this is a great race for people if you want to see the oh. race. You know, when we talk about these neighborhoods that, that embrace this race uh, and we describe it, it doesn't do it justice. And we, no. have, we have done video episodes in we the have. past, back when we were a, a primarily a video podcast. Last year. But the... Um, 
the, the visuals are just really something to see. And some of it is in such good humor and, you know, they're, they're wanting to be uplifting and supportive and, and then just seeing how much support the community has for, for this race is just, and, and the people in it is just incredible. Yeah. I can't wait. So that's, you know, kind of what we've been doing and what we're looking forward to. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, so I'm kind of glad I, I get to tomorrow is uh, as this we are recording this on Tuesday. Tomorrow is Wednesday. I have one more day of work, and then mm-hmm. Thursday will be our travel day. Yes, heading up. Yes, and I'll actually get a little bit of time here. I'm I'm I think I'm done running this week. I believe that I am not going to try and do those ten minute. Yeah, I think I'm kind of. I think it's going to be some calisthenics, done. maybe some some dips, push-ups, that type of stuff, but I'm, I think no, I'm done running no. for the week and just kind of let this be my official taper yeah. and, and you need to, to do some, some self-care, self-care and sleep yourself. Yeah. So yeah. see, and sometimes this is something important to remind listeners. Sometimes training is all about listening to your body and backing off Yeah. because you can do more harm trying to push through it. Mm. Well, that about does it for the running segment. Oh, that does it for the running segment. I just said I'm not running anymore. That's, I'm done. You're not running anymore, and we're going <laughs> to travel. Week, this week. Yeah. Well, okay. the, next time, the next time you see us running. At home. It will be at the Social Shakeout Run 5K and Half Marathon at the Donna. So yes. if you see a Run, Eat, Drink podcast shirt, Holler please. Holler Yeah. Come up, say hi, tell your story. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you yeah. and, and meet you. Mm-hmm. But so we're done with the running. That means it's time for the eating. Yes. And our food for this week is actually something a little close to home because, again, not a travel week for us. Right. So we, and we've, we've talked about it before, we love food trucks. We love uh-huh. the, the diversity of, of food that's out there yeah. in, in these, these businesses. The ingenuity of them packing these these vehicles full of a full working kitchen i don't know how they do it and some of them are generating just such amazing quality food oh so much and deliciousness we lucked out and found a new one for us yes here in southwest florida we went to one of our old haunts if you will well the unofficial um the the unofficial brewery, brewery of, of the, the ready drink, drink podcast, podcast. yeah <laughs> You know, we always talk about going to Big Storm because it's close and they're very friendly and they, they are friends of the show. And again, not a sponsor, but we right. we do like going there because the space is awesome. The people oh. are great and they have a fantastic stable of beers. Oh, yeah. So we decided to pop in over there and lo and behold, there's this truck. We happened on the Manja food truck. Did I say it right? I'm not Italian. I think you did. I hope I did. Close enough. Such great people. And apparently, in conversing with them at the food truck, they are just getting started getting in the rotation of food trucks around here with different breweries and and different places, yeah, different they, events. They made mention that, that a lot of what they've been doing here lately is filling in when other food trucks cancel. And yeah. And that's been keeping them booked. For the win. For, so, yeah. Good I for mean, them. You know. So we hope to see them a lot in different places around our area. And if you are a local listener in Cape Coral, Fort Myers, then Manja Food Truck, let me tell you, it's a new great find. And we had two amazing sandwiches for nine bucks. 
nine bucks a piece. Each. But I was kind of shocked at the menu offerings. Nothing, I think, was over $11. Right. And there was some pork sandwich that we have to go back and get them. No joke. Yeah. But we ended up going, we should, number one, we probably could have gotten one sandwich and split it. But yes. we did it for you guys. Right. That's what we're going to say. It's for science. So we ended up each getting a sandwich to try. Yeah. And the sandwiches are about the size of a regulation football. Oh, my gosh. And they are in the episode artwork. So you just, I mean, they are huge. They are not your small hot dog bun size sausage sandwiches. In in fact, you talked about it. We've got some audio that we're going to share with you where we do a hot take right there from the brewery talking about these sandwiches. But this is not what you would get at, say, you know, one of those hot dog stands outside of a big box hardware store, home improvement store. No, This is restaurant quality and just fantastic value for the money. Oh my goodness. I mean, one sandwich, you are right, could feed two people. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. So without further ado, let's play for you guys our hot take recorded live at Big Storm Brewing. We're here at Big Storm Brewing on February 1st, and they just happened to have an Italian food truck, the Manja food truck that has amazingly large sausage sub sandwiches, sausage hoagies, if you will. And we ordered two off the truck and they're $9 a piece, unless you add cheese for a dollar more. The first one we have is the house-made Italian sausage with peppers and onions with your choice of hot or mild sausage. And of course, you know us, we went hot. And then the second sandwich is house-made chicken sausage filled with roasted peppers and Asiago cheese served with fried onions. So you've tried both hoagies, both sausage sandwiches, if you will. Give us your take, oh, co-host of mine. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, the... The hot Italian sausage hoagie is a very traditional sausage sub or hoagie like you would normally get. So you've got the uh, peppers, onions, and sausage on on the hoagie roll. I love their hoagie rolls. They're they're big. They've got a nice, um, almost like an egg wash exterior, so it holds up to any juices that are dripping out. Mm -hmm. The bread's not getting soggy and unmanageable. The sausage is house-made. You can tell. Very coarse ground on the sausage and tons of spice. Tons of spice. Tons of spice in the hot sausage. But without blowing your your taste buds out. Right. It's like a a warming build instead of just a bam right up front and then your taste buds are shot for the rest of the sandwich. Exactly. Yeah. Um, That is an excellent, humongous sandwich. They are huge. The, the, The bread is so substantial and it's not just you know how sometimes you'll see outside of a home depot that um or a, a hardware hardware store big box store how there's a food truck with italian sausages but it'll be more like a hot dog bun no, this size is, this, is, this is like i mean 
the sausage, what, link the itself? Link itself. The link. It's like, yeah. So good. Yay. So, they, I mean, they're huge. And the chicken to me... It, it is surprising. The chicken sausage is... Well, the chicken sausage, again, it's a coarse ground chicken. Yeah. It's got Asiago cheese and peppers in the sausage itself. What is interesting about it, though, is they didn't overspice it to where it doesn't taste like chicken anymore. It tastes like chicken, tastes not like, sausage. like chicken. Yeah. And it's... it's very good and we got it with the fried onions and when they say fried onions i mean these are griddled onions so they're not breaded they're not breaded they're caramelized on the flat top yeah really really good nice and sweet component yeah. to go with that yeah. the thing that was interesting about the um the sausage, sausage hoagie was they went kind of a controversial choice a lot of places go with the peppers and onions they go for the full cook them down you know get till they're soft really soft and almost transparent onions the onions are transparent but the green peppers i think they throw on at the last minute and just yeah. give them a little kiss on the grill yeah so they're they're not raw but they're not but they're not fully cooked through you've got some bite yeah. to them still they're not overly charred and they stand up to create a different texture in the sandwich itself mm -hmm than you would normally have in a hoagie like this in a sausage hoagie. And I think that's better than trying to cheat and throw uh, lettuce or cabbage or something yeah. that doesn't belong on the sausage hoagie. No, so that's wrong. It's a it's a good way to do it. My opinion, that's wrong. But I I like both of these. Would you seek out this food truck again? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Manja. Family owned. Yeah. They're 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 making really really good sandwiches. This is really great. A yeah. Great find. And for nine dollars. Yeah. I think all of their offerings. Looking at the menu, they're all nine. $9, except for if you add certain things, like you can add broccoli rob and provolone to a breaded chicken cutlet sandwich. Yeah. Or, mean, how, many, how many food yeah. trucks are doing broccoli rob as an add-on to their sandwiches? Yeah. Yeah. So, I think I would seek this out again. I know they have a Facebook page. So, yes. we'll, we'll link to that Facebook page. But for now, it's Amy and Dana here at Big Storm. From runeatdrink.net at the Run Eat Drink Podcast. Not so, not so sunny, southwest Florida afternoon. It's a rainy afternoon. We're going to continue to enjoy some beer and some sausage sandwiches. See you soon. Well, chicken sausage and Italian sausage. Oh, such great sandwiches. And I can't wait to find them around town at Big Storm, at Scotty's Beer Works, maybe at number three craft brews, wherever we can find them to try more of their menu. I'll tell you, I've actually been thinking about that chicken sausage sandwich ever since we had it. That's a mark of a, of a sandwich that left an impression. I'm dreaming about the Italian sausage. So <sighs> Yeah, the, the saltiness in that chicken sausage sandwich, uh. I've been thinking about it. It, it. it had such good flavor, but they didn't try to spice it up like like regular Italian sausage and, and hide the flavor. They leaned right. into it being chicken and, and the Asiago cheese lending the saltiness to it and the roasted peppers that were mixed into the meat. Ah, so good. And that coarse grind on your sandwich. Yeah, it was amazing. Not everybody does that. And I also like the fact that your, pe your peppers and onions had some bite to it. Exactly. Exactly. So many different textures, layers of flavors. F oh, 
they are doing it right. Oh, they're, they got a website or Facebook? Manja, yeah, they're on Facebook. So that's where they directed us, and that's where we said we would link when we went out there and just sung their praises. Well, we also devoured their food. So oh, we did. You know, it's true. Good for them. Good for you. If you're down here in Southwest Florida, go check them out. You are not going to be disappointed at yes. all. Mm. And speaking of Florida flavors. Yes. Last week at the A1A Fort Lauderdale Half Marathon. Mm-hmm. Yes. We stayed at the Hilton Doubletree that Bahia Mar Hotel, which was amazing. And after the race, when we went into the pool to unwind, relax, celebrate with a cold beer and recover, yes, because the cool water was helping our muscles. Again, all for science. We happened upon a great beer from the Miami area called Vesa Sur Brewing Company at Mango Landia, a mango blondale. Yeah. And if you had just read, you know, oh, we have a mango blonde, initially I'd be like, eh, I'm not a huge fan of mango, generally speaking. Right. You always say you never want anything mango flavor. Well, I, I don't like mango well. by itself, typically. Um, but this, I was willing to give a shot. I mean, it seemed kind of like the right color, the right ABV. I mean, it kind of had everything going for it for a pool beer. Yeah, it says it's a blonde ale. It's 4.8 ABV and 20 IBU, so very low on the bitterness scale. Um, it's a seasonal offering from Vesasur, and they have other offerings too, as we happened upon later. But their website says, did you ever wake up from the sound of ripe mangoes falling on your roof? This bright and sessionable blonde ale is Miami summer in a glass. Okay. Accurate? Uh, well, you tell me. You well, start. I mean, it it makes you feel like you are relaxing by the pool or on a hot summer day. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe uh, refreshing after doing some yard work. I don't think, I thought it was going to be overly sweet by As the name of it. A lot of fruited beers can be. But it was not. I mean, you still got your ale flavors, and it was not overly sweet. It was just like the essence was there of the mango flavor. Well. What are your thoughts? I couldn't agree with you more. I, I, I've been was shocked at how much I liked this beer, given that it was a mango beer. And... It is crisp, refreshing. Uh-huh. It's got just the right amount of carbonation. Yeah. The body is nice and light. It has that that mango aroma after yeah. you swallow. A little bit of the sweetness and a little bit of the tartness, but just a hint. And it doesn't overpower the beer. No. And it also has a very pleasant color. When it's poured, it's a, it's a medium yellow but it has a slight cloudy 
tint to or cloudy uh, cloudiness to it, which as the light's passing through, especially if you're outside, it makes kind of your whole glass look like it's kind of almost illuminated. Uh. So it was really nice looking in the glass, especially outside, and just didn't disappoint. And I had never seen this beer anywhere until going over there. Right. And then we liked it so much so that that's tonight's podcasting juice. Yes, it is. Sitting here and we're enjoying a bottle of Vesa Sir. Now, what was interesting when you brought this home was that this comes in 12-ounce bottles, but it's like the the short bottles with, that are similar to, like, say, a red stripe. Yeah, the short brown, right. darker bottles. So, you know, not what I expected in terms of the, the packaging and the, the marketing of it, especially Different. for a beach or pool beer. Yeah. But fantastic. So uh, much so that I'd be curious to try some of their other offerings from that brewery. Yeah, I was so happy when we went and we found it um, at our local store that they had several different ones. One that looked like a, a Mexican beer and... I, there was another one there I can't remember. Yeah, I think that they were doing a Mexican lager for one of theirs. Uh-huh. Spanglish, I think it was called. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. And then there was another one, and I can't remember the name of it. But I I think that this was a great introduction to their line of beers. I would be interested to visit their brewery over in Miami. Yeah, I'd like to see what, what else they are dreaming up of. Over there. For sure, because just, I mean, I think that this beer would be a great accompaniment to maybe some crab legs on the beach. Oh, this would be perfect for, for seafood. Like peeling any shrimp. Absolutely. I just, yeah, it makes me dream of a meal like that. Yep. So. I can totally see it. Um, coconut shrimp, I think, would be a great accompaniment for this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because usually you have some kind of marmalade dipping sauce. Sometimes. Or sometimes you get something with a little mango, like a mango so, habanero. Yeah, like a, like a chutney or yeah. I don't know. But that is just fantastic. And can't wait to so try it. We're going to have links to Vasasur Brewing. And you'll be able to check this beer out if it's something that you're interested in. I don't know where exactly they are distributing. So I don't know if they're available outside of Florida or not. But um, this would be one that if you're here in Florida and it's on tap at your hotel, if you're down here oh, vacationing, yeah, don't hesitate. Give it a shot. And, and even if you're not big into fruited beers, I think that you might be surprised at this one yeah i don't think it's got an overly fruity kind of flavor really just a hint yeah so they they do a great job at striking that balance and Mm. we think this is one that's worth checking out and it's not really super carbonated either no very easy drinking that's Mm. again i think and i think that that's the mark of a good poolside beer yeah so when they say sessionable on their website Correct, 100%. Well, that's also the, the ABV below five. Mm-hmm. So they're looking for, you know, something that you could have a couple and you yeah. know, not you know, find not yourself too bitter. floating face down in the pool. Yeah, not <laughs> too bitter. You can actually enjoy over the long afternoon. And it's not going to fill you up. Right. Not too heavy in the body. Exactly. Yeah. Check them out. <sighs> Link in the show notes. Yes. You won't be disappointed. Mm-hmm. So we had some great food, some great beverages. And I did tell you that we had a listener message. Yes. 
Yes. You've been holding out on me. Yes. Yeah. Well, it came in very recently, like right before we started to record. And I just want to share because we got that nice note from Wendell. Yes. About how he was motivated. And I know that uh, some people do exactly what we do. We kind of hoard podcasts for long runs. Mm -hmm. And so we could be maybe a couple of episodes back and playing catch up. Yes. So some people do that with our show. And one listener, Danielle, was just catching up and listening to our look ahead to 2020. Mm -hmm. And she sent me a message on Facebook. I was just listening to a podcast from the beginning of the year. I got into Chicago this year, too. While not my first, I remember how totally scary and exhilarating the prospect of the first marathon is. It was on my heart to reach out to you. And she says she lives in Florida. And she says, if we can make it work and you need some help on the longer miles, I'd be more than happy to help out. Uh, Sounds like a road trip for training. Yeah. I'll drive you there. So and I'll pick you up afterward. Danielle, <laughs> thank you for the message on Facebook. And Absolutely. thank you for listening to the show. This listener feedback means more to us than you can possibly know. The idea that we have somebody who knows us through the podcast and is willing to reach out and be part of your support system for training That is so awesome. And they've been through it and they can kind of advise you on what to expect and how they dealt with bumps in the road because it's never a linear path to your race. No. And I haven't even done a marathon, but I know it's never a linear path to your race. No, not even close. So there's always a pitfall. There's always a a hang up. There's always something that, you know, life gets in the way. We love that listener feedback. So really keep it coming. And if you are so motivated and you so enjoy the show, we would absolutely love it if you would head on over to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and a review because it really helps us grow the Runcation Nation. When you leave a rating and review, what that does is it tells the computer algorithm that Apple uses to show you podcasts that, hey, this podcast has new listeners that are highly engaged with it. It's all computer, artificial intelligence. There's a lot of math. (laughs) Yeah. Just trust us. It really helps. We're just asking for a, a minute or two of your time. Head on over there. That rating and review would really help more people see the Runny Drink podcast when they're browsing for podcasts. And if you want to send us a message about your marathon experience like Danielle or words of inspiration to us or that we've inspired you and tell us your story like Wendell from last week, then you can reach out to us at info at runeatdrink.net. That's info at runeatdrink.net. Or... You can call us, leave a voicemail, keep it to about a minute, tell us your name, where you're calling from, and leave your message at 941-677-2733. That's 941-677-2733. And you know, even if you've just got a tip on a place that we should go to run, eat, or drink, whether it's coffee, tea, beer, wine, liquor, or 
something else we haven't tried on the show. A delectable edible. Delectable edible. Well, wait. Depending on the state that you go to, that might mean something totally different. Oh, no. Okay, a delectable meal? A delectable meal. Can I just say? Yeah, stick with the meal. Yeah. (laughs) So. um, Appetizer? Yeah. Anything like that. But uh, we, (laughs) we love hearing from you guys, and we can't wait to get those messages from you. That brings us to the end of our show, Dana. Well, it's a slightly abbreviated episode this week, but that's because someone has got to take some medicine and go to bed. Yes, I have to get better. So we have covered our training. We have covered our local fabulous food truck, Manja, and Vasisur's Mango Landia. So it's been a great show. We've had some great listener feedback. But for now, we hope you have a great week for the Runny Drink Podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. And we will talk to you very soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink Podcast. We're having a great third year because of your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Run, Eat, Drink Podcast. And on Twitter, we're at Run, Eat, Drink Pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or shoot us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.